0: Hello, hello, hello. Hi. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. My name is Nikki Gingrich and you are listening to Stepping Up, Becoming Who You Are Meant To Be. And this is episode one. I'm so excited to be doing this podcast and to be here and to share with you what I'm going to share with you. So before I get started, I'm going to tell you a little bit about who I am, in case you don't know me. And if you found this podcast and you're listening to episode one, you don't know me, thank you so much. I am, like I said, my name is Nikki Gingrich. I'm 35 years old. I'm a former nine to five girl turned entrepreneur. And this is where my story truly begins. Um, And I'll talk about that a little bit more. But I'm a wife, been so for about 10 years now anniversaries in November. I'm the mom to two young boys ages five and three, and I am just living my life. (laughs) And I want to share it all with you, all that I've learned and all that I'm continuing to learn. I started this podcast for a number of reasons. And the first is I just wanted to share a message. I want to share a message of inspiration and hope because for me, podcasts have become such a form of inspiration and hope for me. I've learned so much knowledge and I continue to do so. It's such a great way to gain new information, listen to new people you've never heard of before, find new people to listen to, find new books to read. There's such a wealth of knowledge for free via podcast that I, I just wanted to join the club. I too wanted to share my own story and the stories of others that I can inspire you to make big, bold moves in your life because that's what I've done to get to where I am and I continue to do so. I want to talk to you about listening to your intuition and how listening to what your gut has to tell you how it can change your life and how often we so ignore that piece of ourselves and we get in our heads and we knock it down but when we truly listen to our intuition we can live a life that is fulfilled and full of purpose i want to share my own story but not even my story i started a big piece of this podcast was because i want to interview others and all of those others who have inspired me, who have done the same, who have listened to their intuition, have made big, bold moves in their lives, and who don't regret the decisions they've made, and who are living lives that are, that are truly fulfilled and living their purpose. Because those are the people that inspired me to do what I did, and I want to share that with you in hopes that I can inspire you as well. A lot of the topics we'll talk about will be career. We'll talk about career and purpose and finding your soul's purpose and not just doing work to do work, but doing work that fulfills your soul. We'll talk about marriage and life as a married couple and being a, in a partnership and what that means and open communication and you know the not so pretty side of marriage sometimes because it's not perfect and it's not meant to be perfect, but we're meant to grow together and how you grow in a marriage. And I'll also talk about parenting, talk about I parent to young children. So a lot of my topic may be centered around parenting, but I will also interview parents who have insights and stories to share with you as well. And a little bit, okay, not a little bit, probably a lot of what many call the woo-woo side of life. And you don't get to a point of living your soul's purpose and actually saying those words without going a little bit of woo-woo. And by woo-woo, I'm talking about, yes, meditation, spirituality, um, energy, vibrations, all of those things that might seem a little crazy to some, and they seemed a little crazy to me as well. But you can't knock it until you've tried it. So yes, I will talk to people who have experienced things via manifestation because I myself have experienced things via manifestation. You know, I will talk a lot about inspired action and that's really about listening to your intuition and your gut and knowing that, you know, uh, as Gabby Bernstein says, the universe has your back. There's a lot outside of this world that we live in that we don't know about it. And when we silence ourselves in meditation, in prayer, whatever you might call that silence, And you listen, you get some really, really good advice and great guidance that will really get you to living your soul's purpose. So I will talk a lot about that stuff. And if you're not quite sure about all of it, I'm going to invite you to stay and stick around and really listen because I wasn't all into this stuff either. And I really have, I'm continuing to learn. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I'm continuing to learn and go on a journey living in this this spirituality, this manifestation, this energy, and really finding that it helps to keep me at peace and to know that I'm living the way I'm supposed to be living and that all will work out as it's supposed to. So that is just a quick intro into what I'm about and my story. But really, my story starts years ago. Years ago, I remember being in high school and I remember finding myself in a bookstore. People still shop at bookstores, right? And I was in the bookstore and I remember always gravitating towards, I didn't know that they were labeled this way, but the self-help books. And I love the chicken soup for the soul stories. And you know, I remember looking at the shelf and thinking, where do I find these books? Like, I really like this chicken soup for the soul. I think I got one. I don't remember when I got my first one, but it was something like that. Somebody had given me a book and I was like, oh, I want more of these Well, where do I find these? And I didn't even know the section to go to in the bookstore. And I landed on self-help. And I remember thinking, oh, self-help. That's a little weird. That's a little different. I don't know if I should be here. And I remember thinking somebody's going to see me looking at self-help books and think I'm crazy and I literally need help. And I felt uncomfortable. I don't remember if I actually bought a book that day or not, but I remember having those thoughts when I was looking at the bookshelf you know, fast forward to probably about 10 years later. And I was in my mid 20s. And I was at a garage sale or one of those flea market things. And somebody was, you know, there was a table out there and they were selling used books. And I found this book called quarter life crisis. And I was like, Oh, I'm gonna buy this book. And I bought that book. And I apologized to the person who wrote it. I don't even know when it was written. I don't have the book any longer. But I remember reading that book and just thinking, oh, God, somebody thinks the way I do. Uh, And I was all about your career and how you're supposed to make these decisions. And then all of a sudden, you're at this, you know, literally quarter life point. You're in your mid 20s. You're 25 years old, whatever it is. You've graduated college. You're supposed to have yourself together, but you still don't quite feel all together. And I didn't in my career. I didn't quite feel all together. You know, I went to college. I got the degree. I got my job. I tried to find my way. Uh, I worked in. I was a communications major in college. Uh, I went to work, and I really loved marketing. I loved marketing. I loved that kind of. I liked writing. I liked PR, and I ended up finding myself. I did an internship with a, a nonprofit, with a YMCA. And there I really was like, oh, I like this nonprofit work. I get to do writing, I get to do marketing, and it all serves a greater purpose. And you know, I'm doing good in the world. So I ended up working in a nonprofit. And and I, I did, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. And I knew I, I just wanted to serve a purpose in my life. And I'll get into a lot of my career and my background and how I got to where I'm going to be, but I won't do that today. But i Just remember finding this book on quarter life crisis and really going, wow, this is really interesting. I read the book. I loved it. And that was kind of the stop of my personal development search. And that's not to say that I didn't stop doing it, but life literally got in the way. I got married. I, you know, we didn't quite, we didn't start a family for a few more years, but I was in this point in my career where I was actually commuting to work. I was commuting an hour each way to get to my job. And, uh, you know, we were thinking about having a family and life was just very, there was just a lot going on. And we were busy, my husband and I, we were busy just enjoying our lives. We really, truly got to enjoy our lives. I got married at 24. And we just got to enjoy each other's company as a couple for the first few years before we started having a family. And I'm so grateful for that time. And in this time, you know, I, I did, I just kind of let go of that that quarter life crisis, or what do I want to do with the rest of my life? And I was like, I'm just gonna kind of keep going. I'm gonna keep doing the paces and doing, you know, what I'm supposed to do, which is get a job, work, eventually have a family, keep working, retire. You know, that's kind of the story of most people's lives go. But there was always something that didn't quite feel right for me. And even before I read the book, uh, quarter life crisis. I remember thinking when I was at my very first job out of college, like, well, what kind of skill can I have so that when I eventually do have a family, maybe I can find something I can do that can work from home. And I remember I bought, I was uh, getting my MBA at the time. So I was able to get the student discount to get the Adobe suite. So I bought the Adobe suite. I bought a book to learn all about Photoshop. And I thought, you know what? I really kind of like this concept of graphic design. I don't know how to do it, but I really, really enjoy it. Again, the kind of marketing concept coming in that I enjoyed marketing and I enjoy those sorts of things. So it's like, maybe I'll learn Photoshop and I can do graphic design from home. That book collected dust for years. I think I finally recently, this was, I mean, we're talking like 10 years ago. I probably just recently got rid of that book and the Adobe suite just gave up on it. And I just, i never, I didn't enjoy it. I think I tried to do it, but it just, it never quite felt right. So I did that. And then I got the book quarter life crisis. And then I kind of fell off the whole personal development. Then a few years later, I got pregnant and I had my first son. And at the time I was still commuting an hour each way to work. And it was torture to say the least. He didn't sleep. I was exhausted. I was tired. He was 12 weeks old and I was leaving him at daycare. But at the same time, I didn't feel the notion to want to stay home full time. I knew I wanted to stay in the workforce. I wanted to continue working. I wanted to continue doing something. I wasn't meant to, I I truly wasn't meant to be a stay at home mom full time. That was not where my purpose lied. And I am still to this day, to this very moment, I am okay with that, and that is okay and it's taking me it's taking me some time to really be able to say that out loud, but I am not meant to be a stay at home mom, and I am fully okay with that so while I was on maternity leave and while i was you know when I first went back to work, I was looking for jobs and I was looking for jobs closer to home, and I found a part time job in my in a fundraising field because I was working in nonprofits so I had gotten into fundraising and i was like oh this is great it's part time it's in fundraising i still get to stay in my field uh let's do it um there's a whole story behind it but i eventually did end up getting the job i had gone back to, i had applied to it nothing came out of it and then i had gone back to work and uh tried to get a you know can i work from home a few days and just tried to work out a few deals and nothing was working. And I remember walking back into my office and just going, I can't do this anymore. I was tired. I was exhausted. I needed a change. And I remember emailing the woman that I had interviewed with. I don't know. I didn't interview. I remember emailing the woman uh, who I had emailed previously about the position. And I said, is this position still open? And she got back to me and she goes, yes, it is. So they had hired somebody, long story, but they hired somebody. It didn't work out. So, you know, without realizing it, manifestation of the universe had truly God, Holy Spirit had put me in this place and said, this is where you're supposed to be. And this is how it was supposed to happen. And I landed that position and it was great. I did that. I had that position for a year. I worked part time. I got to be with my son who's now uh, almost six years old. Crazy. He just started kindergarten. I got to be with him from the time he was 18 months or he was six months to 18 months and I worked three days a week and I was home with him the other two and then I had my weekends and it was wonderful and it was amazing and I would never ever take back that time I did that for a year and I got entered into a full-time job and as the story goes I started my full-time job and it was a job I took I actually probably had a good like three months to realize if I wanted the job or not and I took the job because I went, if there was any other job in this office, I probably wouldn't have taken it. I was very excited about it. Um, I was still a nonprofit. I was still doing fundraising, but I got to do more events. Uh, and I actually became the director of alumni of my alma mater, my college, that my, where my husband and I met as well. So I got to do this position and I was just, I was so excited and I was just filled with so much excitement and I, I was just very anxious to get into the position and to start it. And I was actually at the point where I was ready to go back full time. I'm ready to have, you know, financially, yes, a larger paycheck would have been very nice. And I was ready to go back. My son had been home with me, I was ready. And as I went back, I got pregnant again with my second son. And this maternity leave and this pregnancy the second time around was so different because I was in I was a closer to home I was in a job I was enjoying much more I had just felt happier and clearly I'm no longer in that position but uh, there's a whole process that came into that position but as I was there I just kind of started wanting more not out of the job but out of my own life I started wanting more and I like I said, I'll get more into my story, but I, that is when my personal development really kind of started kicking it up a notch. I started looking a little bit more. I kind of started, you know, 10 years later after reading that book, I finally, no, a little less, probably about eight years later after reading that book, Quarter Life Crisis, I had kind of gone back to where I was before, where I was, I really like this self-help, self-help. I like the self-development. I didn't realize that's what it was at the time. And that's really where my journey started and slowly but surely I found myself getting back into finding out what my soul's purpose was and soul's purpose was is and being okay with that journey. And my journey is taking me very far over the last two to three years and it's continuing to take me places and it has ended me up here where I made the decision just a few months ago to leave my full-time job and to really take a big giant risk for myself and for my family. Financially, yes, but also take a risk in starting my own business and starting a job that makes me feel good and finding my soul's purpose and really doing something that I believe I intuitively knew I was meant to do years ago but wasn't quite ready to take on that that challenge. I wasn't to take that wasn't ready to take that leap of faith and I'm now at that point in my life where I was ready to take that leap of faith and it it is thanks to all of this woo woo stuff this personal development this meditation this journaling this spirituality that has gotten me in tune with who I am as I dig deeper internally into who I am and what I'm supposed to do but then also connecting with you know God and Holy Spirit and the universe and all of those things to really get me to where I am and truly Truly listening to my intuition and and just letting my intuition guide me and how I feel and letting my heart and my gut guide me versus my head. Yes, I make decisions with my head all the time, but also letting my gut say, look, you feel the need to do this. Just go and do it and I will get you to where you need to be. Keep moving forward and I will show you the path that you need to be on. I will show you the next steps and truly trusting that process of intuition and gut and just going with it has gotten me to where I am and it has gotten me to starting this podcast and doing this intro episode one for you and and being really super excited to interview and talk to some incredible people that I've had the chance to talk to before I made the decision to leave work and once I made the decision to leave work to talk to these people to go, gosh, Just like I was when I read that book, Quarter Life Crisis, other people are out there that think the way I do and have made the decisions that I've made and look where they are. And they've inspired me and given me hope that I know I've made the right decision. And that's why I've started the podcast because I want to do that for others. And I want to share this message and give you inspiration and hope to do what you feel to really step up and become truly who you are meant to be. So thank you for coming on this journey with me. And I look forward to sharing more information, more knowledge, more wisdom with you every single week. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great one.